You're listening to The Marn Report. Well, hey, hey, Fort Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield, Molly here with your latest edition of the Marn Report podcast. And today I am here with my friend Lucinda from the Army Substance Abuse Program, ASAP, right? Right. And we are going to talk about Alcohol Awareness Month. Thank you for being on the show with me well, today, thank Lucinda. thank you for having me. Awesome. So Alcohol Awareness Month is recognized during the month of April, correct? During the month of April, right. Um, and, but, of course, alcohol awareness should be something that we it are recognizing. It should be three, six to five every yes. day. Yes, ma'am. So tell me, um, is there anything special that you guys do during the month of April? During the month of April, we collaborate with the schools, the community leaders, uh, we try to get off post and on post all involved to bring that awareness across the board pertaining to alcohol. It's estimated that over 86,000 people per year die from alcohol incidents. Wow. And the biggest problem is denial. Sure. The first step in trying to take care of your alcohol problem is to admit you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't do that. Sure. So tell me exactly, um, what do you do at ASAP? ASAP, I'm the uh, ASAP program manager. Okay. I go around, make sure that we have these events, try to get as many people as possible involved with the events. I work with the ASAP specialist. On May the 5th, Fort Stewart is going to have a team fitness challenge over at Cairo Gym, where uh, we have established a fraggle, where the units must send 16 people to do a four-man team. Okay, so this is pretty neat because these are just um, cool events that you hold um, hosted by the ASAP program to just bring awareness right, to your program, right, right? right? And just also spread awareness about al- about alcohol awareness. Right. Cool. Um, So what else? Is there anything else happening? What we're trying to do, as I said before, we collaborate with outside sources. So we're going to the outside sources that does um, other fitness events off post. Cool. And try to bring them on post to participate in our events. That's fantastic. So um, tell me, we know about what you do at ASAP, but... Tell me about your customers. Who who can come and see you guys? Mainly, it's civilians that work on Fort Stewart. Okay. And the soldiers. Sure. Those are the two main people that come and see us. Sure. Because we do the urinalysis for urinalysis for the soldiers, and the civilians come in and do urinalysis also. Okay, so you do screenings, right. you know, perhaps before these people start their jobs. Right. or That's if for their the job, civilians. For okay. the civilians. Okay, yeah, so if their job requires, like, a random urinalysis right. or something, you guys do that in right. your office. Right, right. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so what about someone who is seeking assistance? If someone's seeking assistance, we have Ms. Poole, who's the uh, EAP. Mm-hmm. She serviced those people, and she's like the middleman to help them find contact off post to okay. help them if we can't help them. Okay, great. Yeah. So um, give me, like, the levels of assistance that you guys can offer through your office. Well, the level of assistance, as I said, we had the drug test technicians. They do it all the urinalysis. Then the soldiers who have uh, DUIs, mm-hmm. 
or come up hot on your analysis from drug abuse or whatever, we have Prime for Life. Okay. It's a two-day program that ASAP specialists teach. It's two days. They teach it to the soldiers. We try to get the soldiers before they go to the owner deployment for their ETS mm-hmm. or for their PCS because that record will follow them to their next duty station. Sure. And then they may not be able to drive because their license may get revoked. Right. But if they do the class with us before they go to their next duty station or deploy or ETS, they could take that certificate to DMV and get their license without having them be revoked. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay, yeah, because, um, you know, you've got your driving privileges off of the installation, and you also have your driving privileges on the right. installation. Now, the only catch to that is if you ETS mm-hmm. and out of the military and not in that green uniform, that certificate is voided. Okay. So with us, it's free. Sure. But when you go, when you ETS out the military mm-hmm. and go in the civilian world, you're going to pay over $300 for that one class that you're getting free now. Well, what else do you want to tell us about your program? Well, we try to help as many people as we can. Sure. And it's not for the, I mean, we're not doing this for pay. We're doing this because we love the job we do. Mm-hmm. We love to help the soldiers. And we love working in the community with everybody. Sure. So let me ask you this. If someone comes to you for assistance, maybe they recognize that they may have an issue that they need to get under control. Um, Are you required to report that to command or to, if it's a civilian, to their boss? Or is there a little bit of, you know, is it anonymous? I've never had where a civilian came to me for that. So I really can't talk on that. Sure. Because I've never had that. Sure. But, um... But, like, with a command team, I mean, like, if basically, or is it by the time that a soldier or someone comes to you, something has already happened, their command is already aware, and they're sending them to you guys then? Well, you have where some soldiers can go self-refer themselves to second floor. Sure. And once they self-refer themselves to second floor. And that's at when, right? That's second at floor when. At when. Okay. That's their first step in trying to get assistance. Okay. So they're not supposed to be penalized sure. for referring themselves. For trying to get themselves yes. some help. Yes. Because right. it's really the first step of them saying, hey, I got a problem. I need help. Yeah. And I, um, it, it seems like, I mean, it's, it's pretty common, right? You probably right. see a lot of substance abuse, uh, whether that be drugs or alcohol. I mean, it could be the nature of the job. Um, I'm it sure could that, be. Yeah, I'm sure that it's... Some, I'm sure you guys are busy. <laughs> it, it could be also relationship problems. Sure. Uh, relationship, divorce, uh, mo- maybe moving to a new area. Yeah. And some people don't have that, that social ability to get acquainted with the new area. Sure. So they feel left alone. Yeah. And with them being left alone, they turn to drinking. Or it could be financial problems. It could be anything. Sure. So. And what are the resources that you guys offer um, to kind of teach people, you know, co- coping skills? Or do you guys have anything like that? We don't have anything like that. But once we teach our Prime for Life class, mm-hmm. and we also have the class called 4.5 Prime for Life, that we're trying to get the commanders to 
have us to come into their organization? Yes, that's what I was just about to yes. ask. Okay. And teach that class. Sure. So kind of um, early prevention. Yes, early prevention. Fantastic. Well, you guys are doing some really good work on the installation, I'll tell you that much. You know, we definitely need people like you. Um, early intervention, early prevention. Right. Um, so, yeah, we really appreciate all that you do. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Well, I would like to say I, I appreciate all the organizations that has come on board to help us with these. Mm -hmm. And we would really like to have a lot of soldiers coming out to our event on May the 5th at Cairo Gym from, uh, it would be from 9 o'clock until 1430, to come out and participate. We will have prizes. The prizes was donated from AFES. Sure. So we're going to have different prizes for uh, first place, second place, and so on. Yeah. We would love to have as many as we can because, like I said, this is Alcohol Awareness Month. We're trying to bring that awareness across the board to everybody. Yeah, of course. And, hey, you know what, fitness, that's a really nice uh, thing to transition into. You know, if you're if you're feeling like you need to go and, and you know, spend some time with a substance, maybe right. go to the gym instead. You know, right. you see a lot of people kind of flip that, that script like that. Um, so that's very cool. And these are kind of uh, CrossFit-style CrossFit. competitions? CrossFit. Fantastic. Yeah. Everybody loves CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people... They get into the the demeanor, I don't need help. Yeah. But, you know, when I was going to school for my counseling degree, I found out everybody needs help. Of including course. Including the counselor who's giving you counseling. Sure. Everybody needs help. It doesn't matter what status you are in, what degree you have, no mm -hmm. matter where you are, everybody needs help somewhere, Some sometime in their life. Of course. And it's important to erase that stigma right, that, right. you know, getting help is bad. It's actually very cool it is. It to, is. to, you know, recognize that maybe you need to talk to somebody or, you know, seek out a little bit of assistance to make sure that you're living the best life that you can live. Right. And I, I love it. I love it that we have people like you here on the installation that are helping people do that every single day. You know, I want to say one more thing. Sure. When Soldiers, civilians, or whoever go to the clubs or go wherever to drink, just remember that one drink could cause you to get a DUI. Mm -hmm. Because we got that in the state of Georgia, we got that less than safe DUI. You don't have to have a point zero eight. You could have less than a point zero eight and still get a ticket. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, there are so many programs out there. If you want to go and enjoy yourselves on a night out on the town, of course, by all means do so, but please make sure that you guys have a designated driver, um, that you're reaching out to a, a friend, that right. it, you can even reach out to your command team. Yes. Um, you know, there's no harm in contacting one of your commanders if you need a safe ride home. They would much rather, you know, give find you a safe ride home than right, right. have to deal with the consequences of what would happen if you tried to drive yourself right. um, Get, intoxicated. Call your battle buddy. Absolutely. Call somebody. Sure. I mean, a rideshare program, anything. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Well, Lucinda, this has been wonderful information, and I thank you so much for being on the podcast with me. And you remember what she said in the beginning. I mean, Alcohol Awareness Month is during the month of April every single year, but 365, um, 24 hours a day, we should always be, um, you know, being responsible with, um, you know, 
alcohol and substance abuse. So uh, please make sure that if you do um, feel that you may need some help, we have fantastic resources right here on the installation for you. Um, Lucinda, thank you so much. Well, again. thank you. I appreciate your time. <laughs> and uh, that would be it for this week's edition of the Marn Report podcast. This is Molly signing off. If you have an idea on how to make Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield better, the Martin Innovation Team wants to hear it. Dedicated to identifying capability gaps within the 3rd Infantry Division, the Martin Innovation Team has partnered with engineers from Georgia Tech to help solve today's problems with today's technology. Soldiers, Department of Defense civilians, and family members are invited to take their ideas to Martin Innovation Center's Makerspace to plan and develop a prototype with the team. No idea is too small. Help improve daily life on the installation. Submit your idea today.